Hello besties, happy Monday. Thank you again for tuning in. If you are new here, my name is Eleanor and welcome to How to Hot Girl. Hot girling is not how you look or anything like that. It is how you feel, it is how you act, it is a lifestyle, it is a mindset. And in my discussions, I try to demonstrate how you can show up as the hottest version of yourself. So yes, it is Monday. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're all excited for the week ahead. And I just, I love a little Monday, you know. I'm trying to be appreciative of all these new weeks and new days. And it's also the 1st of May. So it's a new month, it is a new week. Fresh opportunities, new starts. So many exciting things that could happen for us this month. That is just really cool to think about. Um, think about something exciting that you can do for yourself today. Um, obviously, listening to this podcast is pretty exciting and pretty good for you. But yeah, think of something you can do that could enrich your day, make your Monday maybe the best Monday you've had in a while. I myself, I have dressed up. I've put on a shirt that I bought ages ago that I've been waiting for decent weather to wear. And Edinburgh has not pulled through. Um, I think Edinburgh has had collectively about three days of spring these past few months. Usually in about May, I don't know about anyone else tuning in from the rest of the world, but in May in Scotland, like we can have some really, really roasty toasty days. And I just, I just don't see it happening right now. So yes, I have dressed for spring. I've also dressed for me. I've put on a little makeup. I've done my hair. I did a everything shower. If you're having a shower today, make it an everything shower, you know, exfoliate, treat your skin right dry brush. I'm going to do a little face mask later as well. That's becoming a little Monday ritual. Just a little clay one um, because that's a hot girly thing to do, treat my skin well. Yes, yeah, so I've done my hair, I've done my makeup. Um, I'm going to post a little TikTok about that. If you would like to watch, please do. Um, and otherwise, yes, just treating myself well today, doing some nice things. Did my dance workout this morning did meditation, done my languages, going to do some writing and I think I'm going to be heading out today before this podcast goes live as well. So yes, I am trying to have a really good Monday today and I hope you are too. So today I would like to discuss self-worth and not just self-worth in itself, you know, what it is, how we can manifest that, how we can be the best versions of ourselves, but also how to maintain self-worth. Because in my healing journey, you know, since I became an enlightened talk girly when I was maybe 17 or whatever, you know, you, you always hear about, oh, you learn lessons and you move on or you take the lessons and you're thankful. You hear all these sort of mantras and they're really good. You absolutely should take things and move on. You should learn lessons and apply them later on. But it is the application of these lessons that I myself find really difficult. I think I've discussed it briefly in a few previous podcasts. But maintaining self-worth, I think, is very is a very difficult and complex thing to do. But it doesn't have to be, especially if you are a hot girly. Because hot girlies not only know their self-worth, but they easily maintain their self-worth. They know how to do that. I myself, um, self-worth has been a bit of a touchy issue for me recently. Um, because, you know, myself, I love myself. I treat myself well. I treat myself with respect, I treat others the way I want to be treated. But when you think about your self-worth and your self-esteem and all these things, sometimes they do take knocks and sometimes it's a bit difficult to sort of get back to the level where you were, to forgive yourself for being human and having these setbacks. 
So yes, today I would like to talk about how to maintain your self-worth as well in times of adversity because it is a difficult thing and it's a big thing and it's also a really important thing for just being a hot girly or a hot person or whatever it is you want to do is just to remember your self-worth and the value of yourself. So yes, in the past week or so I have found some information relating to the end of my last relationship where I discovered that my ex really wasn't who I thought he was. He treated me very badly, worse than I knew at the time. And it, you know, it really hurt me. Um, And my self-worth did take a knock because it's, you know, I had all these thoughts like, what did I do to deserve this? Was I wrong? Um, All these sort of self-doubts and negativities just manifesting in my head that weren't really anything to do with me because it was all his behavior. I believe in taking accountability and I believe in responsibility as well. At the end of the relationship, you should reflect on your own part to play in its demise. But after learning what he's done and how I just tried my best at the end, I gave him my all. I was honest, I was devoted. There were maybe some things I did wrong, yes, but nothing to the scale of what I've learned that he's done to me. And sometimes, yeah, it's just his, it's just the other person's behavior, but my self-worth has taken a knock because of his self, his behavior. And I have tried these past few days to just, like I say, get back up and maintain my self-worth because it is nothing on me. It is water off a duck's back and frankly, good riddance to bad rubbish. I hope his mom has knows what he's done because I loved his mom and she was such a pure individual and she treated me very well. She was the best thing about him, let's not lie. Um, so yes, he knows what he's done. I hope she does too. And yeah, it's nothing on me. I just want to focus on me. And that's why I'm discussing self-worth today. So what is self-worth? It is one of those terms that is, you know, a bit up in the air, a bit fanciful. Like you could probably Google a definition. I had, I couldn't be bothered to um, because I'm an English lit student and I like interpreting things. Um <laughs> So yes, I believe that you determine your self-worth. There is no one else walking this planet who can determine your self-worth, who can tell you that you are better or less than anyone else. I I don't think it's a thing. You determine your self-worth. If you believe that you're less than someone else, you are less than someone else. If you think that you're better than someone else, mm, it's it's a bit of a touchy subject. You should never really think that you are better than someone else. But you can certainly rise above other people but don't let anyone make you think that they are better than you or make them think that you are less than what you are you determine your self-worth if that is the only thing that you're going to take away from this podcast today then I'm happy with that you determine your self-worth the only opinion that really matters is your own because at the end of the day who have you got yes you've got family and you've got friends hopefully you've hopefully got a supportive partner supportive work colleagues whatever it is you've got around you But the only constant in this life is change. And therefore, if you do not value your own opinion and hold yourself in esteem, when you are the only person who is with you 24-7, all the days of your life until you die, then what do you have? The only opinion that matters is your own. So the opinion of yourself, oh, it is so important that it is scary. It is so scary. Um, So yes, you determine your self-worth. You are the only one who knows what that looks like, how that feels like. If you are like tuning in today, knowing that you're not feeling as good as you can, well done. I'm proud of you. This is the first step to embracing yourself and your goals and showing yourself a little bit of love. 
it's a very productive thing to do and hopefully you will see the fruits of that but how do we define and determine self-worth like i say nothing to do with external factors it is how you feel within yourself it is how you treat yourself it is how you react to situations it is all these things that in reflect in you internally all these sort of things coming from the outside world that you then process internally and how you handle them sort of constitutes your makeup as a person how you feel about yourself how you feel about the world around you how you let the world around you impact you and how you know your place and your value in amongst all these things so yes things are hitting you from left right and center but it's how you stay constant it is how you embrace change embrace challenge and difficulties but at the end of the day no matter how difficult it gets you know that you're okay because you have an incredible self-worth the only thing that we can control in this wife is how in this wife in this life is how we react to things how we react to certain situations so for instance like me discussing my ex there finding out a bit of bad news i easily could have went off the rails i was very tempted to go off the rails and there are probably many of you listening who would agree that yeah i would be totally entitled to do that to go off the rails and have a little bit of revenge but that is ego talking and i think we need to remember that ego and self-worth are different things so my ego is like a little angel and devil so off my shoulders my ego which is the devil in this instance is telling me yes i should message him i should tell him what he's done how he feels i should tell his mum, i should slash his tires and maybe he deserves all that but my self-worth on my other shoulder which is albeit a maybe quieter voice this week but my self-worth is telling me no karma's gonna get him karma's gonna get them actually because of course of course there's someone else involved who was i ignored but she's no she knows what she's done as well karma's gonna get them they deserve each other the only thing i have to worry about is me i am the only thing that matters here they don't matter anymore i'm the only thing that matters why would i care about what they're doing they are welcome to each other the only interesting thing is me i am so interesting like my life is the movie you know it's not them they're the villains if anything they're irrelevant villains you know who are like you know i don't even know but I hope you can see though the difference between ego and self-worth like for instance if you may be falling out with your friends as well on a similar dynamic your ego was saying let's yes let's get back at them let's hurt them let's show everyone let's post it on social media what they've done let's drag them down but your self-worth should be telling you that you don't need to do anything like that that you should be content within yourself enough to have faith in the universe and that everything around you will work out because everything happens for a reason so yes, that's an important thing to establish that we cannot control everything in this life. We can only control our reactions and hopefully let our self-worth as opposed to our egos. Because no, everyone wants to know that it wasn't them. You know, like I mentioned earlier, everyone should take accountability. Everyone should take responsibility. But at the end of the day, if a relationship or a friendship or a work situation has ended, if it's combusted, you want to know it was not your fault. Everyone wants to know it was not their fault. And yeah, sometimes it is your fault, but sometimes that's not really a bad thing. Sometimes that's not a bad thing at all. Like for instance, um, with this end of this relationship, I heard a quote that was like, yes, your ex mistreated you and he was undoubtedly a bad person, but I allowed that. I allowed him to mistreat me and I allowed this disrespect to manifest because it was either letting that continue or letting him go. And me now, about four months onward, I would let him go now any day of the week because it is not worth losing. Your self-worth is an awareness that you are happy to let anything else in this life go so long as it's not yourself. 
So yes, don't let your ego get in the way. Remember that it is you who sets the standard for yourself. And it's probably one of the best things that you can do in this life is to remember your self-worth because then when these situations do arise, because they will, they will again. And it's a horrible thought, but you know, horrible situations do arrive, uh, arise, relationships end, friendships fizzle out. Maybe you get fired. Maybe something like that happens. Maybe you don't achieve your dreams. But if you have your self-worth and you know your value internally, these situations become much more easier to ride out. Okay, so now that we have established what is self-worth, well, my interpretation of it, feel free to have your own, but I would like to discuss how we establish self-worth. Like I said earlier, I will discuss the maintenance of self-worth, which I think is the most important part of this podcast, but we have to establish it in the first place before we can maintain it. So I've got a few tips to share with you because, you know, self-worth is a very difficult thing. From my experience, my self-worth wasn't really a thing I considered until maybe like the later days of high school. You know, when you start to like fully embellish your personality and you know, you're thinking about what you want to do with your life and you maybe got more complicated friendships and relationships and all these sorts of things that your self-worth doesn't really come into it. Like everyone has a bit of a bad time in high school, I think. Um, Not unless you're one of these people who peaked in high school. But yeah, my self-worth, I wasn't very, I didn't really know the value of myself in high school or I think I did, but I think I absolutely let the negative impressions of others get to me. Like I was still a well-rounded student but I had bad teeth. I didn't look like I looked today, um, which is why I have such an impeccable sense of humor. Because you know, I didn't have, I didn't have looks in high school. I had to have a sense of humor. Um, but no, I was still obviously a really good girl. Um, oh my god, that sounds bad. <laughs> you know, I liked myself, but then to think about self worth in that context isn't something that I've really thought about until you know I've gotten involved with boys, boys, not men. Key difference. Um, I don't think I've ever dated a man, a man who is like, you know, independent and intelligent, but I will. But you know what I mean? Dealing with people who's, who are emotionally stunted and challenged and all these sort of things that my self-worth have started to really think about, okay, right. So I know all about their stuff, but what about me? What am I feeling? And what is my role and value in all this mess? So establishing my self-worth, some things I have done. The first thing that I have done to establish my self-worth is to treat myself the way I want others to treat me. Obviously, you've heard the phrase, oh, um, treat others how they want to, how you would want to be treated. So yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly what I mean here. It's no more complex than that. Literally, give yourself the love that you want to see from others. Treat yourself how you would want to be treated in a relationship or a friendship. Be your best friend be your big sister, be your parent, be your boss, be your partner. Show yourself all the love and all the things that you'd expect from any of these dynamics because then the people that you will lure into your life will be an added value bonus. So if you are showing yourself all the love that a boyfriend could give you, because let's face it, there's nothing that you cannot do for yourself on this planet that a man couldn't do for you, especially have a battery pack. Um, You know, give yourself that, take yourself out on dates. Um, take yourself to the gym, treat yourself to nice meals, um, cook new things, improve your mind, learn new things, go out in the fresh air, take yourself on walks, give yourself a hug, treat yourself to some self-care massages, you know, treat yourself so well that the people around you will have no choice but to treat you well as well because they, they will know 
that that is what they have to do to keep you around and if you are then happy within yourself and the people around you you're happy with how they're treating you yeah your self-worth is going to skyrocket because then there's no gaps obviously there will be cracks eventually but you'll know how to do it you will recognize this person isn't treating me how i want to be treated they're out they're in the bin ironically um i have realized um in my healing girl era that my ex was the only bad thing in my life. I have amazing friends. I love my job. Well, I love the people at my job. Um, I love my studies. I love myself. I love my routine. I love how I interact with others. I love, I love me, <laughs> which is also my initials the other way around. But yeah, and why, why I would have kept something around. My self-worth was evidently not where it should have been. I should have been treating myself better to know that this is not how I was wanting to be treated. You know how you hear those quotes, it's like, oh, you miss your boyfriend? You miss all the dates he didn't take you on? That's exactly it. He did not take me on dates. So yeah, I take myself on dates now. I go out with dates with my friends. I freaking love going on dates with friends. I went on one with my friend Darcy last week. We went to my favorite restaurant in Edinburgh. We got dressed up. Darcy and I are also like the same person. We even have the same birthday. Um, yeah, we're like the same person, just with different hair colors. So we dress the same unintentionally we went for dinner we went for drinks we went clubbing oh it was so much fun it was so good and I was so content in that night because I was like this is exactly what I want this is what makes me the happiest and there is no men involved it's great it's me it's my best friend and we're having fun what more could I want so yes treat yourself the way you want to others to treat you think about what it, what it is you want and then give it to yourself it is literally not any difficult more difficult than that on that note um do nice things for others. It is really easy, as maybe conceited and as cliche as it sounds, it is really easy to feel good about yourself if you are doing nice things for others. That shouldn't be your own principal motivation. You should want to help others and be nice, a nice jovial person. But it does help. If you help someone with an issue, if you see that someone is struggling and you offer them assistance, then they're gonna like you and you're gonna like yourself as well. So why wouldn't you offer your friends advice if they want to? If you see someone in the street who needs help, hold the door open for people. Although there's plenty of people in Edinburgh who do not say thank you when you open the door for them. And honestly, it grinds my gears so much. Um, but it doesn't stop me doing it because it's nice to help people. And even if I get a smile just from one person out of 10, but it's a sincere and genuine smile, then yeah, I'm glad I did that. So do nice things for others. And then my next tip is bouncing off of that. Number three, what impression do you want to give to others? Do you want to come across as a nervous and um, potentially selfish, quiet person who doesn't really reciprocate what others are giving them, who doesn't really want to get involved, who doesn't really want to be nice or go out with their way? Is that what you want? Or do you want to leave the room and leave a group of people under the impression that you are magnetic, that you are kind, that you're bubbly, that you're enthusiastic, that you are engaged? Because which person do you think has a higher self-value? Is it the person who's engaging with others because they've done the self-work and they've had the discipline to know what they want from others and to know what others want from them? Or is it the person who's a bit of a social recluse and doesn't really care? You tell me, have a think on that one. Um, and then again, yeah, not just thinking about what others think of you, which again, you shouldn't be too preoccupied with because you know, the opinions of others do not matter. But if you can at least try and be nice with others, then yeah, your self-worth is going to go up. doesn't matter if they don't like you, but if you know that you've tried with them, then yeah, self-worth up to the sky. So thinking on that, flip it, 
what do you love about yourself? Um, sometimes if you're feeling low, a really good exercise could be just to write all the things you love about yourself. Don't focus too much on the physical attributes because that, that's great. If you really love your hair or your eye color, that is fantastic. But there's not a lot you can do about that. So alternatively, think about think about the character traits and qualities that you inhibit that you love. So for me, like I said earlier, I think I'm pretty funny. Some people will definitely disagree. I definitely have an acquired taste of humor. But I love my sense of humor. I make myself laugh. My internal dialogue is just, mm, it's great. Um, so I love that. I love my sense of humor. I love my discipline. Um, I love how the fact that, you know, I can commit to the gym four days a week and I have now seen results in my body. I'm looking and feeling a lot better than I used to. I've committed to that for about two years now. It's amazing. Um, I love that I make people around me feel good. I love that I have established such strong friendships. I've amassed such great support for this podcast and my cringy social media channels that they're obviously I'm doing something right with the people around me that they show me such love and support. It's amazing. Um, what else do I love about me? Gosh, this could be this could be an entire podcast. Let's not lie. <laughs> I love so yes, I love my humor. I love how I make others feel. I love my discipline. Um, I love my quirks. I love the fact that I'm cringe now. I'm so cringe. I would not be doing this podcast if I wasn't cringe. I would not be making my silly little TikToks. And you know, sometimes I do get caught up in the whole oh, but I'm being perceived. I absolutely hate that thought. Like, I hate the thought of being perceived. But is that really going to stop me from doing what I want to do? Like, I enjoy making this podcast. I enjoy being a bit cringe on social media. If it comes up on a few people from high school's for you page, so what? Their opinion doesn't really matter to me. It's the opinion of myself and my nearest and dearest that matters. So what what, what am I going to do? Um, so yeah, show yourself love. Appreciate yourself for your quirks and your qualities. Yes, appreciate yourself for your quirks and your qualities. That's alliteration. God, I just finished an English lit degree. That took too long. Um, but yes, so tip number five is show yourself love. Find out your love languages. I know this is what people usually recommend you do when you get into a relationship. But you should just do it anyway. Because how do you really know yourself if you don't know what to do which makes you feel love? So for instance, my, my love language, my best love language, because everyone's a mix of all five. So you have physical contact yes um quality time words of affirmation acts of service and gifts everyone's a mix of all five but you know typically there's one or two that are your principal ones so for instance mine is quality time i love quality time and yes that was something i did not get out of my last relationship but i give it to myself and i get it from my friends so for instance quality time for me is if i'm by myself in my room it's not going on my phone because that's not quality time it's doing it's learning something it's reading it's watching a TV show or a film that's going to make me laugh. Or alternatively, it's taking myself out and seeing new things. Um, like I had a mate date last week. Again, it was such a good day. I went out with my friend Tara. We went to bookshops. We went to the botanics. I went to an impromptu um, book signing for Jennifer Saint, which I just found out that day. And that was really good. That was an ideal way to spend my day. And Tara's, we had such a blast. That's what I love, quality time, just doing nice things with my time. I hate the feeling of like wasting time. So yeah, if you're get, um, love languages, gifts, then buy yourself something nice. Treat yourself. Um, if you like physical touch, order yourself a massage if you can. If not, just give yourself a cuddle. Maybe make your bed sheets um, and just like be in a nice, cozy environment. Do you see what I mean? So take the quiz, find it out and then do it for yourself. That is a threat. 
And then finally, my last tip when establishing self-worth is to think about your higher self. So when situations occur, for instance, like I said earlier with the devil and the angel on the shoulder where you're torn, your ego and your pride are targeted and they're provoked. Think about your higher self and what your higher self would do. Because if you consistently show up as your higher self, you're eventually going to be your higher self. It's not going to be all the time. It's not going to be every day. But for the big things, for the adversity, for the things that really shake your foundations, if you can show up consistently as your higher self, oh my goodness, you are so enlightened. I love you. Um, think about your higher self. How would your higher self act in a situation? That's what I try and do when I'm in a situation where I'm provoked and I'm a bit emotional and I don't really know what to do. What would my higher self do? Nine times out of ten, it's probably just leave the situation, focus on me. Because that's all you can do. So yes, think about your higher self. It's a serene, ethereal, beautiful being that just radiates love and compassion and respect. That is your higher self. That is who you are capable of being. And if you can consistently show up as that, or at least consider that, yeah, self-worth, boom, right up in the air. Okay, and now on to the nitty gritty, the more difficult maintenance of self-worth. How to maintain your self-worth. So yes, I think there is a difference between learning and applying lessons. So yes, for the example, I'm sounding a bit like a broken record, but yes, breaking up with my ex, learning that I deserve better, but then also remembering that now that I've been faced with some new information and, you know, we're still obviously doing no contact and all these things, that is frankly now going to continue to the end of my days. But <laughs> um, the applying of that lesson in this situation because you can learn things in high school, you can learn things last month, last week, yesterday, but then to remember them again and to apply them again, you know, it's just, it's a bit more difficult. There's a bit more nuance to it, especially during times of doubt and difficulty. So I also, um, I had a falling out with one of my best friends um, towards the end of first year university. Um, it was just one of these situations where we just didn't see eye to eye, sadly. And unfortunately she did not want to continue our friendship and that was really tough for me because I, she was still one of my best friends. She had really upset me and I knew I'd upset her, but I still loved her. I still wanted her in my life, but that was not, that was not the case. Um, and so, and the interactions I've had with her since, you know, I've had to remember, okay, I, she made her decision and I have to respect that. It's a bit sucky, but I have to remember, you know, that I have other friends who really love me, that I love myself and therefore, you know, a win is a win. So another example would be, um, I've had some friends in high school. I was friend, I, one of my best friends from high school. Um, afterwards, she was, she was always a bit flaky, but afterwards she became really flaky. And, you know, I just sort of resolved like, no, I've, I've tried to put in the effort with you. I'm done. I have other friends. I, I don't have the time or the energy anymore to try and make this friendship work. And then last autumn, she messaged me saying, oh yes, hi, I'm in Edinburgh. Um, and I was just kind of like, I wasn't rude or anything like that, but I didn't reply within a day, which when you're studying it, you will probably relate, you know, that's not, that's not an unusual thing, especially for someone who's not an immediate concern. And she unfollowed me on social media. Um, so that felt great, but you know, it didn't actually phase me. It was what I expected. It was what I'd anticipated. And I sent her a message. I was like, well, you know, I hope you're doing well, but I can see you unfollowed me. So let's just wish each other the best. And that's that. So yeah, I learned my lesson, um, I removed her and what of it? 
I have had some awkward encounters like bumping into her in the street since. But I know that she, that was not what I wanted. I've learned my lesson and I've applied it. I don't deserve to be flaked around or messed around by a friend. So that's that. It is hard to maintain your self-worth during these situations, but it is it is doable. So some tips I have to maintain your self-worth during these times of difficulty, once you've established it, once you've got it to where you want it to be, is to eradicate negative self-doubt and talk. So if you make mistakes, for instance, if you say, oh my goodness, I've messaged my ex, I'm pathetic, or I'm letting my friend walk all over me, or my boss makes me really anxious and I just can't deal with it, you are affirming to yourself that this is the reality. You are affirming to yourself that you are handling your breakup pathetically or that you are letting your friends mistreat you. You're affirming it to yourself. You're affirming it to the world around you. And what did I say in the beginning? If you're paying attention, yes. The only opinion that matters is your worth. You determine your self-worth. And if you're telling yourself that you are pathetic, that you cannot do any better, then that's the truth. That's your reality. Well done. No, no, no. In all serious, it is, it is changeable. You can do something about it. That is the good news. But do not talk to yourself negatively. Talk to yourself how you would talk to a friend. If your friend had messed up and messaged their ex, would you tell them you're pathetic? Would you? If you did, if you do, then I think you're a person, I think you're a really bad friend and they probably um, are better off without you. But I'm pretty sure you would have said, no, I wouldn't talk to my friend like that. Why would I? So don't talk to yourself like that. Remember that you're human and forgive yourself. So maybe you do let this friend walk all over you, um, but you're human. Sometimes it is hard to affirm those boundaries and to stand up for yourself. So forgive yourself. We're all, we're all just living our life for the first time. We're all hopefully just doing our best. You're human. You know, it, these things happen. But remember that you can change and that you do have the chance to do better next time, which is why I'm so obsessed with like Mondays, new months, new years, new days, mornings because it's a chance to start again. It's a chance to be better than who you were yesterday. So as long as you adopt that mindset that you forgive yourself and you move on, that you apply these lessons, then you're doing okay. My second tip is to practice your love languages. Don't do it just once or twice. Don't just think, oh yes, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a self-date day next month. No, take, take the initiative and do it now. If you've got a free afternoon or a free evening, take yourself for a walk, buy yourself an overpriced coffee if you have the financial means because you know, cost of living crisis, but treat yourself. Do these nice things for you now and keep doing them. Keep doing them until it doesn't even feel like a treat anymore. Keep doing them until this is literally just your reality. You are your higher self walking around with your silly little hot girly podcast on, hopefully it's this one, with your silly little overpriced coffee and you're thinking kind thoughts to yourself and you are so grateful for the world and the people around you and you most importantly are so grateful for yourself. That is the vision and that is what I want you to do. Practice your love languages until it becomes a norm. And then third, to wrap up this podcast, um, repeat your affirmations. Because would this be a girl-led um, podcast in 2023 if it did not include affirmations? No, it would not. So say your affirmations to be a hot girly, okay? Repeat after me. Or don't, especially if you're out because maybe it's a bit cringe. But at least repeat internally and at least say it to yourself throughout the day and maybe tomorrow and maybe next week. Keep doing it until it is your reality. I am worthy of love and capable of love. I messed that up. I am worthy and capable of love. I am worthy and capable of love. 
I treat myself and others with respect and kindness. I treat myself and others with respect and kindness. Goodness, I feel like a, I feel like a school teacher. <laughs> Everything I need is within me. Everything I need is within me. Okay, thank you so much for listening. I hope that I've helped you affirm your self-worth and that you will show up for yourself better tomorrow or even today. Better if it's today, but this will probably go live quite late. So yes, I hope this has taught you how to remember and maintain your self-worth. Please tell your friends. Thank you for your support. Please give this a review. Leave me a comment. Follow me on Instagram, on TikTok, and I will hopefully speak to you soon. Bye.